Bulls insider Casey Johnson recently said how execs around the league were coming up to him asking what the Chicago Bulls are going to do. We're going to talk about why that is so concerning and why the Bulls have no direction, plus dive into the mailbag. All that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes. If you want to follow me right off the top, you can do so at CEO Hayes, that's CEO H-A-I-Z-E. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at Bulls Central Pod. Let's go ahead and jump into it. First up, we got John Morant, and we know that he has a pending suspension, and this could impact the Bulls, especially in their free agency search, because the Bulls have been linked to Tyus Jones via rumors, right? Uh, it's, it's way too early for anything solid to come out. Um, but we all know that the Bulls are going to have to go after a point guard. At least we think they're going to have to go after a point guard. There's still a likely scenario in which they just run it back with starting Kobe White and kind of let everything, the chips fall where they may at that point. But Tyus Jones was a target for the Chicago Bulls. And considering it seems like John Morant is headed for a lengthy suspension to start off the NBA season next, next year, I highly doubt Tyus Jones is going to be on the market, maybe as, as much as he was going to be prior to that. And uh, yeah, it's pro- he's probably going to be retained. He may even get an extension down there. And it may just turn out to be uh, one of those scenarios and situations in which it's a lot more difficult um, for the Chicago Bulls uh, to, to go out and pursue him if he was even their target, right? Like I said, I want to be clear here. A lot of that at this point in time has been rumors more than anything else. And, you know, you start seeing things kind of solidify um, at that uh, during actual free agency. You start seeing kind of maneuvers and things like that. But overall, uh, considering that the, the Grizzlies are going to have to prepare for a start of a season and maybe even go through a large part of that season without John Morant being there, I highly doubt they're going to let Tyus Jones go. Now, other kind of rumors around the Chicago Bulls is we're hearing a lot of things about the Bulls showing up to pro days, the Bulls interviewing draft uh, picks, things like that. And I talked about this on yesterday's episode on how this is kind of car, per, per the course for most NBA franchises. You will, Most franchises, even if they don't have a draft pick, interview every prospect to a degree, right? The ones that they have on the board, because if something presents itself, you want to be prepared. You want to have your information but I think when you look at also just the chances of the Bulls getting into this draft, I think it's it's probably, it, it, I don't want to put a percentage on it, but I do think that there is a world in which they do get in this draft. And I saw some of the comments from you guys yesterday um, saying how, oh, well, do we really need more prospects? Do we really need more of this? Yes. Yes. Here's the thing. The Bulls are so far off and do not have a clear path is that, yes, you still want to look at prospects. And if you find see one that you think is a gym, even if it ends up just being a high level role player for your team, you still want to pursue them. The Bulls are nowhere close to the point to where they are. They have enough young talent on this team or are close enough to competing where they can say, no, we don't need any more prospects. We don't need any more young guys. They're not the freaking Portland Trailblazers and even the Portland Trailblazers should in re- in uh, realism be looking still at young players to add to that team because it's highly unlikely they're going to put a championship team around Dame. So, you know, let's not get caught up in the short-sightedness of it. I mean, everybody can have their opinion, but we know veterans ain't coming here. It's it's not happening, right? I don't see a, a big-name free agent coming to the Chicago Bulls anytime soon uh, with how up and down this franchise has been. And that kind of gets us into the next uh, topic and subject that we want to talk about here. And that is Casey Johnson recently on the Bulls Talk podcast came out and said how execs and kind of insiders and people he usually talks to to get information from the league 
but recently coming up to him at the draft combine asking, so what are the Bulls doing? What, what's the direction here? The Bulls have no direction. And I know some people are going to say, well, the Bulls picked a direction. Uh, their, their, their direction is trying to get money and sell tickets. And that's the, that's the goals of ownership. Us as a franchise, we don't have a clear direction. We don't have a clear path to being a perennial playoff team. We don't have a clear path to even improve right now. Yes, there are players out there that aren't available. But when you really look at the Bulls' trade assets, we have some, right? I'm not saying that we don't have any trade assets, but I do absolutely think this team is reluctant to give away any first, more first-round picks considering how the Vooch trade worked out, right? And really, when you're a team that gives up first-rounders to bring in talent, that should be more so when you are already competing and you're not as worried about the future because those future picks are almost a, a certainly going to be outside of the lottery. The Bulls traded first-round picks to just get into being a middle-of-the-pack team, to just being into being a playoff team. And because we were a fringe playoff team at that, we're seeing now the results of that really coming back to bite the Bulls in their ass. And that is a, that is the biggest problem with where this team is right now. Had this team, you know, not given up as many draft picks as they had and had a little bit more influx of young talent coming, the future would be brighter. Right now, the Bulls are on their way down for a team that only has been together for basically two years, and there's problems with that. Now, that could change drastically with some of our young players developing. We really don't know what we have in Dalen Terry yet at the NBA level. Patrick Williams, he always hold out that hope that he's going to take a major step up. And if either one of those things happen, or God forbid both of them, then yeah, it really does change the outlook for the Chicago Bulls. But right now, where we are in this offseason, we don't have enough data to say that that's going to be the case. And so, you know, it, 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 it sucks to be a team that is directionless. It sucks to be a team that everyone around the league is kind of looking at like, hey, what are they doing? Like, it, it, it sucks to be that. But us as fans, we can not like to be that all we can, all we want to. But until the front office gets us out of this and has enough pride in what they're doing to want to fix this and maybe move off some of their players, it's, it's, we're going to be in this area for a minute. And it's and it disheartening, and it just quite frankly sucks. Sucks ass. Um, but that's where we are. All right, it's Saturday. It's the weekend, so you know we're built around the mailbag. Let's go ahead and get to the first voicemail for the day. Enough of me waxing poetic. Uh, this first voicemail, this one, is from Reginald. Hey, hey, uh, this is Reginald from Columbus, Georgia. Uh, I haven't called in a while for a couple of reasons. But I just saw what happened to John Morant. I just want to, I just, I just want to go ahead and you know stop this right before it starts. The Chicago Bulls are not interested in John Morant. I'm not a spokesperson for the Bulls. I have no connection to the Bulls. But damn it, watch this job fucking stuff up. I know a lot of Bulls fans like, oh, man, this is the perfect time to get job. No, we're good. We're not trading DeMar for him. We're not trading Caruso for him. Fuck, we might not even trade Lonzo Ball for him. I'm not, I'm not even for that. The man is fucking himself up for no damn reason. Can you imagine him talking all that shit, getting in all that trouble in Chicago and not Memphis? Jesus Christ. But I, I just wanted to, uh, you know, I just wanted to stop that conversation before it even gets started. Um, I, I'm listening to, uh, I was listening to you and Pat Designer talk about, uh, available point guard options. And what do you think of the starting five of Carter, Levine, DeMar, Pat P. Will, and Boots? Uh, I mean, like, what does Carter bring, J Javante Carter, bring to the Bulls? And 
I, I hate the fact that Derrick Rose might be our only available option as a backup point guard, either him or resign, you know, Pat Bev for like four or five million. But I, I really don't, there really aren't a whole lot of options that don't involve major trades. But, uh, and if that's the case, do the Bulls sign, you know, Danilo Gallinari? Do they re-sign Kobe White? I mean, there's, there's not a whole lot of moves, but the moves they can make are going to make them better than a first round out of the playoffs. So I don't like your opinion on that. Thanks. All right. And so, Reginald with the John Morant. First of all, okay, here's what I'll say. Now, if you you said that if they were willing to take if they're willing to take Lonzo Ball's contract for John Morant, no, you take that. I'm sorry, character concerns be damned. No, you take that. You take that, and you you make him realize now you in Chicago, right? You in Chicago. They're gonna test you if you keep trying to pull that gun. Uh, but no, all jokes aside, with John Morant, John got to go through. Uh, he got to go through a wake up call, and I really do hope that you know at the end of this suspension, whatever he spends that time doing, it's time getting himself together. And you can't keep blaming the people around you. At some point, it's still on you for having the people around you that you do, right? And that's not that's not to say you still don't need to have people around you that have your best interests at heart. But if you find that those people do not have your best interests at heart and you keep those people around you, at some point, it becomes on you for having those people around you. And John Morant, Morant's self-destruction is just, it's wild to see. And hopefully he does do the things corrected. He's still very young. He still has more than enough time. But I'll tell you what. Um, at some point, he has to realize that there are some people that are literally waiting uh, to try to get famous off you, right? And so he's so far been not caught in the wrong situation, but that can turn very quickly. Um, now, as far as uh, Javante Carter as an option, I, I mean, listen, the Bulls have to do something. And Javante Carter depends on the money, real uh, real talking. Whatever the Bulls end up doing at the at the point guard position, if it's a level of like a Javante Carter, I'd almost rather them see, see them start Kobe and then have that, that player as a backup option. Um, but you said Pat Bev at $5 million. That ain't happening, brother. I'll tell you right now, that ain't happening. Uh, I wish it would because I w- really wish Pat Bev would resign with the Bulls for that amount um, because I really did look overall how the Bulls looked better. Now, he had some performances himself where it was just like, hey, Pat, what you doing? But uh, I definitely do hope and I and that, uh, that I wish that he would uh, take a lower-level contract, like a vet minimum, to be on this team. But, hey, you got to go out there and get what you're worth. I'm not taking less than I feel I'm worth at any position, so I can't expect a player to either. Uh, Javante Carter isn't a bad option, though. I don't think he's necessarily the perfect Carter. Uh, perfect Carter. The perfect uh, player for the Chicago Bulls um, in that area. But you can do a lot worse than than him as well. I think when you look at him, he fits that area that he's going to take uh, um, uh, probably around the money that we we would, ex- we would uh, be able to fit him within. It just really depends on if the Bulls are going to prioritize getting size and shooting first or they're going to prioritize getting that point guard that could really help this team operate a little bit better on the offensive side. But, hey, Javon Carter could uh, – and I said Javante. Javon Carter could absolutely uh, be a a uh, a potential weapon there uh, for the Bulls. So we'll end up seeing. All right, let's get into this next one. This one's from Mingo. Hey, what's up, big dog? This is your boy Mingo, man. I got a fun, a fun but twisted question for you. So just say that the Bulls got the number one draft pick. We all know who you're going for, right? When, uh, generational talent, man, you know. I'm- Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, 
and odds boost. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So the Bulls will win the chip, but it'd be great basketball to watch for years to come. But the twisted part is, say you traded to the number one draft pick. I just want to know, what would you do with it? Uh, you know, who, who, who would you seek? Who would you think, like, you know, you got that mentality of winning now if you traded the pick away? All right, I'll holler at you, man. First of all, shout-out to Mingo in the building. Um, this was obviously sent in before the draft lottery. Um, and here's the thing. I talked a little bit about, I think, over on Locked on Bulls as well, is that if the Bulls did get the number one overall pick, would you would you explore moving that? Now, if it was anything less than a generational talent, which Wimbiana is, I think that, you, that the Bulls would have. But, you know, luckily, we don't have to worry about that decision. We don't have to worry about AK and Eversley potential – potentially getting another trade wrong, which is always a good thing as well. So luckily there is that um, aspect of things. So, you know, but do I think that the Bulls would have looked to trade the, trade the number one overall pick? I don't think that they are that thirsty to excel their timeline to where they would have passed up on a generational level talent potentially in Wimbiana. I don't think that they would have done that. That I don't think so. And I, and I don't think that they should have. Like, uh, Wimbiana projects to be such a talent and such a rare unicorn as well that you just don't want to pass it up. And he went to the right team. The Spurs are going to get the most out of him, and uh, they get he's they're going to prioritize development over rushing things with him. And uh, hey, he he's going to the right system. All right, let's get into this next one. This one's from Big O. What on here is your boy Big O, man. man I'm- a couple minutes going by fast, but just to finish off what I was saying, like, um, so the Bulls they're in a unique situation. I mean, you you said a couple videos, like, you know, they may have to, you know, line all the contracts up for the empty cap, so they can have the the cap, the cap, um, you know, the cap space to just restart and and do what they want to do, whether it's around Levine, probably more like probably around Levine, but you know, even then, you know, basically. 
You know, like you in Pakistan, you're going to be good. You're going to be right in the middle and just praying to get a number one pick or praying that you find a, a somebody somewhere in the team, which is possible. But it's like when you look at the KDs of the world, the LeBrons of the world, the MVs of the world, the Tatums of the world, those guys going top three. You got to find yourself in that top three pick. You know what I mean? The Donovan Mitchells went 12. Giannis, uh, I think he went 15 to 14. Um, Kawhi Leonard went like 14. So you get lucky and find them down there. But the generational talent, they're going to be in the, they're going to be at the top. You know what I mean? Not all the time, but most of the time. Like 75% of the time, the generation, now all four, three, four picks might not pan out. But one, two of those, but the three of those going to pan out, and it's probably going to be some sum at the bottom that turn out to be better than what, you know, uh, expected. So, you know, I, you know, the thing with, you know, I, I don't personally like it, but when you use OKC, OKC is an up-and-coming team. I guarantee players don't want to play with St. Gildress, you know what I mean? And with the core they have, they're going to be able to trade. It ain't even, they ain't going to need to sign nobody. They're going to have enough people to make the move when they raise the base. They used to rock it's the same thing. You look at these young teams, they're talent up talent, and then they're going to be able to make a move when they when they, when, when they guys show that they're ready to put that next level. And that's where the Bulls don't have. The Bulls don't have that. So, you know, when you talk about training Levine, it ain't just so you can get a first pick. It's so you can get the first, the 15th, the 21st, and three more years after that. You get three, four cracks in one year, in multiple years if you, if you got the right pieces to trade. To get it all, you know what I mean. So it ain't just a top pick. It's just, it's you get you get you get multiple eggs in the same lottery. That's the thing with tanking, and you know with with everything else. So you know you have that factor that in. It ain't just the first pick. You know Orlando might have our pick and they pick. They gonna get two cracks at it. You have to think about all of that when you talk about tanking and being at the bottom. Thanks for listening to me, bro. Uh, keep it up, bro. Keep up the good work. All right. So uh, a lot of people share that mindset, right? But I want to point out this. You have the Miami Heat right now that are tearing everything up, and they are a team filled with a player drafted, what, 30, 30th overall, I think Jimmy Butler was, and a bunch of undrafted players on top of that. that, that that's what is, is fueling and tearing up the Eastern Conference right now is the Miami Heat. Here's the thing. It's not just about getting high draft picks. The Patrick Williams was a high draft pick that hasn't necessarily pay, paid out for the Bulls yet, but we think that he can. He still has potential, so I'm not saying he's a bust or anything like some people try to do. But it's not necessarily about how high you draft. It's not even about how many bites at the apple you get per se. For some teams, it is, yes, and that can be a, a factor. But it, more importantly than any of those things, you have to be smart. That's really what it comes down to is being smart, doing your due diligence, doing your research, making smart moves, draft, prioritizing your draft picks to where you get the right player, right, and you make smart decisions. Sometimes being smart is, is more important than having a high draft pick. Right. If you make the right acquisition, if you make the right player that you see that you can develop being smart and development, those are the key things when you look at those type of things that help teams push as far as they do. So, yeah, I get it what you're saying on trading Zach and getting the most bites at the apple because we need it. But more importantly than any of that, because if you're not smart, you can have as many goddamn draft picks as you want. If you draft stupidly for for five years in a row, like like the like the Philadelphia 76ers did, it's not going to help you much. Right. So you have to be smart. That is the biggest thing bigger than all of this to me is being smart in what you go out and do, being smart in how you use your draft picks, being smart in your trades, being smart in your acquisitions, being a smart front office is more important than having a ton of draft picks, in my opinion. And we're really seeing that come to fruition. 
if you even look at the Los Angeles Lakers, yes, they have AD, they have LeBron, right? We we know that. But look at how they went out and, and added those players to those teams that, hey, we're solid elsewhere. Roy Hachimura is having a renaissance where he is right now. You have to be smart, right? Even looking at the Denver Nuggets, right? Not a lot of tons of a high, super high draft picks there, but smart. Hell, the MVP there was a second-round pick. You have to be intelligent in how you draft. And I think that's more important. I think sometimes as fans, we focus on, hey, can we get a top five pick? Can we get a top 10 pick? Can we get this? Where it's like, listen, if you're being stupid, it don't matter how high that pick is. It's about to be stupid. So hopefully the Chicago Bulls front office starts being more smart in what they do. And we start seeing those things uh, help build this team out going forward into the future. All right, let's get into the last voicemail from today. This one is from my Auntie Goon. Hey, what's the word? It's your Auntie Goon. Um, yeah, I had looked at the NBA draft. I see the Bulls and get nothing as usual. So, there's a whole lot of free agents that's coming up this offseason. I really hope AK and Mark just not sitting on their ass, fucking around, and not doing up. I really hope they, they put some pieces together. I really hope they change some bodies. Like, I, I just I just hope the Bulls do something. If they trying to run this bullshit back and win on long ball, we, we're going to be bullshit again. We, 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 we ain't going to the playoffs again. So I really hope Billy, not Billy, AK, Mark, and whoever else in that motherfucking office, I hope they around the motherfucking table make a decision because somebody's got to go. We cannot play like this. No, we cannot run this bullshit back. I, I really want Billy gone, but I know he ain't finna go. I want Debo gone, and I want Bruce gone, but I know it's not finna happen. Cool. But do something with, uh, some with your roster. Make this roster better. Go get some sides. Go get some shooters. Go get some motherfucking wings. I don't give a fuck who you go get. Go get some motherfucking that you know they're going to be a consistent every night. All this inconsistent shit, we not have that this season, next season coming up. I don't want to see that bullshit. Bulls are very inconsistent. Bulls had, I don't do a fuck attitude every other night. And I'm tired. And Billy and like, he's slow, bold. Uh, he just, uh, I don't know, boot ball Jamal. Like, he don't know how to coach. He he don't know when to stop plays. He don't know when to call time. I just don't know. But I know one motherfucking thing. They better not run this bullshit back. I better see some new motherfucking faces. I better see some new motherfucking uh, numbers. And then John Morant. I don't know what the fuck your problem is. You want to be a gangbanger? You want to be a hustler so much bag? Come and get in my position, bro. Come bring your ass to Chicago. Come and hang around me. I guarantee you, the shit you see, you will never want to pick up another gun, gun again. You, you one dumb ass nigga. You just so motherfuckers. You, you, you make the word dumb but smart, y'all. I don't know what's for you. I don't know what's wrong with you. That's your career. You don't give a fuck and not don't you. Fuck you. Come and take my place and I will take yours. You ain't trying to wake up. All right, Goon going to hell off. I mean, that's really just what it boils down to. Goon's going to hell off. Like, are we are we surprised? The Chicago Bullshitters have completely pissed Goon the hell off. But um, inconsistent Bulls, uh, bubblegum Billy, no back Billy, as I called him, in an unbalanced roster. Those are the things that have plagued the Bulls and got us to where we are right now, as well as uh, bad decisions and bad trades from our um, from our front office. Now, I like Vooch. I like Vooch a lot, and I love the skill set that he has. You guys know if I had to pick any one of the big four to go, it's not going to be Vooch. It's not going to be Vooch. It'll be DeMar. I love Vooch. But when you look at how that trade ended up working out, they didn't get value for it. They still got a hell of a player in Vooch, but we, we did lose that trade. And so when you look at how why the Bulls are inconsistent, there's a number of things that go into that. And it is the play on the court. It is the coaching as well. Billy not making adjustments. It's a it's a roster that just does, isn't balanced very much, isn't a modern-day roster and how they have to go about their offense. There's a lot of things that, that play into that. And 
the thing is, I know a lot of Bulls fans share Goon's mindset of hoping that we're going to see a lot of new names, faces, numbers, everything. And I just don't know if that's going to be the case. I talked about it a little bit on yesterday's episode. I really, as we go forward into this, I'm really thinking the bigger play that they're doing here is going to be primarily bringing most of these players back. And yeah, you have your right to have your issue with that. Now, again, I would love to be wrong with that. Maybe AK, especially when you hear how they're circling around these draft picks, make a move that just it, it changes a lot for the Bulls in a positive direction. I think even sometimes you may have to take a step back to take a step forward. And I think Bulls fans, if they do take that step back to then step forward later on, are going to riot, at least initially. But I just hope that we have the foresight. I just hope that a plan, I hope a direction is chosen. Regardless of what that direction is, go into that direction fully, and then let's see what comes of it. But that's my time for today. Thank you so much for leaving all those voicemails. We got a ton more, but you can get more in for tomorrow's mailbag episode as well. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See you right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.